Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome to another exciting edition of Thought Police with me, Mike Graham, and him, Kevin O'Sullivan. Um, we've had quite a busy week, Kev. Um, I'm sure as hell. So, once again, we're recording this probably slightly later than we were meant to, but it's getting a bit more difficult every day to do it because there's so much going on at the moment. So, we apologise if you were waiting for this and you didn't get it until Friday, uh, but hopefully, you will get it on Friday. Yeah, normal service will, normal will be, service resumed, but will be is, resumed at some point. This is the week of the uh, Tory conference. The Tory party conference. Up, so, our neck in Conservative crap yes and there um, has been quite a lot of it hasn't there yeah i mean these conferences are always a weird spectacle because politicians are fucking deep space weird they are weird so strange do you know what i'd completely forgotten about because now we've had the rishi sunak experience yeah. and the fucking penny more hi guys experience. yeah hi guys hi oh, guys yeah, i've got an idea let's yeah. kill the we, hs2 yeah, okay can, then we can still win the election yeah <laughs> yeah, yeah right i want to see change all right then bugger off no yeah. not that sort of change yeah. i want to see the kind of change that keeps me where I am. I mean, it, it, that's it, not change. You, you and I sort of slightly disagree about his speech. Yeah. I thought it was quite a good speech, but uh, well, lots to, of people agree with you. A lot but, of people do think that. But to come come over to your way of thinking, to uh, I know what you're getting at. I mean, what he's he's standing there saying. Yeah, this has been wrong. Nature's two has been wrong. Everything has been wrong, wrong, wrong. Yeah. No more status quo politics. I'm the window check. Well, wait a minute. Uh, yeah. what, uh, this has all gone wrong under your watch. Exactly. I mean, that's the thing that's ludicrous about it. Because yeah. at the end of the day, you know, change has been redefined now. Yeah. I mean, they've redefined a lot, the Tory yeah. party. They've never redefined the word change yeah. to mean actually not change. Yeah. Don't change at all. Don't how, change anything. How the fuck can I mean, Rishi... he hasn't even reshuffled the cabinet. How the fuck can Rishi Sunak paint himself as the candidate for change. He's the man in yeah, charge. Exactly. Uh, all and he shit. was also the Chancellor of the Exchequer when Boris Johnson was in charge. Yeah. And he's been in the cabinet for a long time. Yeah, he presided over something like 14 tax hikes. Yeah. Uh, and continued. That was all down to him. And he had the gall on his speech this week to say he wanted to lower taxes. Yeah. Well, really? Well, just do it then. You know, if only you were able to, if you were the Prime Minister, to yeah. lower taxes. Well, get on with it then. Yeah, yeah. If only you had a job where you could do something yeah. about the taxes. Oh, wait a minute. Yeah. You're the Prime Minister. That's you could <laughs> because say. what I was going to say was that we've already forgotten about the early part of the conference where Liz Truss was suddenly the darling of the uh, party floor and everybody wanted to go and shake her hand and say what a brilliant job she'd done these are the same I mean the Tories you have to say are about the most two-faced people I think in the fucking history of the world because yeah. these are the same people who forced her out who yeah. said, well, we can't have that. We don't want yeah. you there. You're making a rough bodge of it. Yeah. You know, you've completely <laughs> wrecked the economy. You can, you know, I happen to agree with some of the things she said. I agree with lots of what she said. And there's said. lots of people that still uh, on the right side of the party say that she should have never have resigned. But she kind of had to because it was a dog's dinner. Yeah. And she didn't do it right. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And she chucked her mate Quasi Quateng under the bus at yeah. that point. Didn't see much of him this week. Yeah. I don't think he was even there. However... 
Uh, Liz Truss's uh, fringe event mm. uh, at the Tory conference up there in Manchester was, I'm assured, the only sellout event of yeah. the week. It, it was standing room only. Yeah. She was treated like a fucking superstar. Right. And I'll tell you why. It's because, you know, okay, her problem was she doesn't really live in the real world. No. But her policies, her philosophies, her outlook is true blue Tory. Yeah. Low taxes, uh, small she's quite, I think she's quite thoughtful. And I think the problem is she comes, like as you say, there are a million miles of weirdness in all politicians, and she just doesn't come across very well. Yeah, yeah. She comes across as a bit odd, doesn't she? Yeah, but, she, but, but she's obviously not, not, not stupid. I'll tell you what you wouldn't get under Liz Truss. Uh, you wouldn't get this sort of nanny state smoking ban no. that Rishi Sunak no, tries definitely to bring in. But you that's know, crap anyway. How is he going to ban smoking? Is he having a laugh? Yeah, it's just saying it's it. It's like well, saying... You're going to ban cannabis next, well, really. You know, it's this sort Good of, luck with that. Yeah, well, it's got what it is. Is like if you were born before 2008, you can smoke. If you were born after 2008, yeah. you can't. Yeah, but so if you, you were, will, if, if you want to. Yeah, you well, if I, I mean, I don't smoke anymore. When did you have your first cigarette? Uh, I'll tell, you, I'll tell huh. you, I'll tell you how old I was when I first tried to give up. Right. 11. <laughs> It was my first well, attempt to give funnily enough, So I think I started about 10. That's around about the same time I did, because we lived in, uh, you know, my parents had a flat in Hampstead, and it was quite a small flat. And my <sighs> sister and I, and my mother used to smoke like a chimney. My dad actually gave up when I was about 12, so he must have still been smoking then. And my mum used to smoke Peter Stuyvesant. I remember, remember those, them. Gold packet. And um, my sister... The guy who invented New York. Yeah, he was a Dutchman, wasn't yeah, he? Yeah, yeah. Um, I don't even know if they still make them. Anyway, so we kind of sneaked off into the kitchen while they were watching something on Saturday. Saturday. It was a Saturday night. Or whatever. Uh, and um, it's so stupid, aren't you? So we lit these cigarettes up. Yeah, I want to be like and mum and dad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Smoking away. And then suddenly we heard footsteps, you know, coming down the hallway. Oh, and we went, oh, shit. So do you know what we did? Uh, Put the cigarettes behind our backs and stood there. Uh, well, smoke coming out the top of yeah, your fucking head. Pretending. Are you on and, fire? And my mum's going, are you smoking? No. Absolutely not. No, of course not. No. And she's like, well, I can see the smoke. And right, okay then. Don't I mean, smoke. And that was it. And then I didn't really smoke properly until I was about 16. It's when you see kids, to this day you still see it, kids try, sort of trying to smoke. And you think, that's the weird conundrum about smoking. I can remember when I started because, you know, uh, I looked at my dad and I looked at grown-ups and cool kids yeah. who all smoke. Right. I wanted to smoke. And people and smoked it, in the movies and stuff Yeah, as well. and it's so fucking hard to start smoking because it's horrible. You have to really work at it and then you become addicted yeah. so well, you, see, to... you see these fucking kids mm. starting to smoke and you go don't do that in 20 years you won't be able to fucking right. stop and I suppose that's what Rishi Sunak's trying to get at right um, but again I don't know that many people that smoke anymore and I certainly don't know that many young people that smoke and so the result of what he might do might be happening anyway yeah. because you know like if you know I don't smoke so my kids won't be following my example in smoking. Yeah, well, the way I see it with Rishi Sunak, it's none of your fucking business whether, well, there or, is that. whether or not people smoke. You know, this is more nanny statism. Uh, Rishi Sunak should be aware that Tories are supposed to be for small government. Stop sticking your fucking nose into every aspect of our lives, telling us we can't smoke, mm. can't drink too much, mustn't eat sugary foods, mustn't eat fatty foods. What the fuck has it got to do yeah. with you? I'm an adult, I make my own decisions, and if I want 
want to live an unhealthy life. That's fucking yeah. up to me. But of course, you've got these virtue signalers now who have turned everything into. But it's for the good of the community because you know you shouldn't be taking up a bed space in the NHS oh, fuck uh, that. because you've had a bad life and you haven't looked after. I paid my yourself. fucking taxes. Well, you paid your fucking taxes. Some people who have looked after themselves all their lives end up in the NHS. Yeah, you're right. You know, through you're no right. fault of their own. Right. So there's no guarantees, I'm afraid, in life that just because you live a virtuous life and you never get any diseases yeah. that you won't end up in hospital because you never know, do you? Yeah, but also, uh, if I want to smoke and drink uh, heavily and uh, eat fatty foods and sugary drinks, that's up to me. And if I end up in hospital, I pay my fucking taxes. Yeah. Treat me. It isn't my job to protect the NHS. It's the NH- NHS's job to fucking cure yeah, right. me, to treat well, me. Well, I've got some bad news for you because if you're expecting them to fucking treat you, you won't be uh, <laughs> luck. Because- yeah. <coughs> because the actually, NHS is shit. Yeah, they're not actually treating anybody. Um, and they've been in the news this week, haven't they? Because they've decided that uh, the male menopause is a thing. Um, and if you're in the male menopause, I don't even know what fucking male menopause is. Is it does, If it means that you get hot flushes and you get grumpy um, and you can't have sex with anybody anymore, I have no idea what they're talking about. As far about. as I can work out, it's if you're a bloke, you get tits. Yeah. And nobody wants that. Uh, you know, well, that what, depends on who's wearing them, I suppose. <laughs> well, no, no, yeah, I don't want blokes with tits. Oh, I see. I certainly don't want to be a bloke with tits. No, you certainly don't. Uh, but the male menopause, uh, you know, is a theory. But you get a yeah. year off in the A load office. of doctors will say yeah. there's no such thing. Right. Uh, this is the, I think it's the East Midlands Ambulance Service, right. which in fairness, uh, <laughs> as, as opposed to the rest of the country, uh, in fairness, they do give women time off for menopausal right. problems. Okay. And I do actually... Well, that's uh, fair enough. I I do, women do have a menopause. Yeah, but it, the national policy is, and this isn't just the NHS, this is the policy of Great Britain, yeah. uh, that uh, female menopausal problems are not a cause for taking any time off work. I think that's wrong, actually. Yeah. Uh, but men, male menopause, fuck off. Get to fucking work yeah. with your tits. <laughs> <laughs> Brings out what you're meaning to. I'll get you off my tits tonight. Wob- wobble you your tits. Some, yeah. Are, you having some, yeah. Are you having some kind of menopause at the moment? For fuck's sake. But you know, um, the whole idea of this Tory party conference was that we were supposed to see. Um, you know, Rishi Sunak emerging as somebody that might win the next election. Next week, you've got to put up with bloody Labour. Oh, and God. Starmer, which does not fill me with anything other than fucking dread, to be honest. Um, Where are they going? Are they going they're this? in Liverpool. Oh, God. You know. Home of, uh, of, of the Labour Party. Well, home of, home of the Labour Party. We should mention, by the way, that lots of people were rejoicing it last weekend because Liverpool got stuffed up by, by Spurs, Spurs. Uh, because of the VAR decision yeah. that went wrong. I mean, I don't know how they managed to get that so wrong, but they're now claiming that the guy who was supposed to be the judge of it, who was looking into the screens yeah. or whatever, had been to Saudi Arabia for some ludicrous yeah. amount of money and was too tired ah. to see what was going on. Because, well, hang on a minute, how the fuck does that happen? What he thought was uh, that they'd allowed the goal, right. uh, but there'd been an appeal, so there was a VAR check. Right. He looked at it and said, yeah, that's a valid goal, uh, check over. Right. Uh, which means, but in fact... Uh, what he didn't realise, he should have been checking the fact that they'd been disallowed. Right. So when they say check over, that means the decision stands. Uh, the point about all of this shit is, you know, VAR, the, the VAR is this kind of drive towards the impossible mm. that we will eradicate all, well, you hum- can't, can you? all human error. Right. Well, guess what? It turns out that VAR is just another area where there can be human error. Well, there's always going to be human error as long as there's humans involved. Yeah, exactly human, right. If it's... a human is looking at something, 
doesn't matter whether he's looking at it with his bare eyes or is you know uh, in the moment, as it were. Yeah. I mean, football is so quick now yeah. that I would I would guarantee you that no referee can see everything. But if you're looking at it on a video screen, it's easier. But it's not. It's not it, perfect. But it's not perfect, is it? It's not perfect. Now VAR is this kind of uh, it's an impossible dream. We mm. will eradicate all mistakes. No, you fucking won't. Yeah. In fact, we're finding out it's actually responsible well, for. It's like spell check, isn't it? If you have spell yeah, check, yeah. everybody goes. Well, there's no reason why you should now write something and spell it wrongly well actually there is because spell check not only checks the spelling of things it fucking changes them and it sometimes changes the word altogether you know so if you rely simply on spell check to get everything right you'll get it fucking wrong as well I sent an uh, you know Jerry Hosea don't you yeah Yeah, I sent an email to her once and uh, spell checked it Uh, so her first name is G-E-R-I and I didn't notice it so I checked oh yeah it's done all the didn't check the name so it said dear germ <laughs> I sent a note to somebody once, right? And I can't remember what the word was that I was about to say, it's but it wasn't what it came out as. Funny thing. It was. Do you fancy a something or other? And it went through as fuck, right? <laughs> and luckily, it was a friend, it was a woman Problem. friend of mine, right? But she was like, "Sorry," yeah. I'm like, "Fucking hell!" I didn't mean to send you that. Um, it was something like, "Do you fancy a?" Um, I can't remember what it was, but do you fancy a fuck? <laughs> We'll work, Connie. Hey, listen, here's a great fucking story. That I told. Because she said yes, by the way, yeah. wouldn't it? But result. Yeah, it would have been. I'd go, I'd be right <laughs> over. Um, yeah, we should try that. Yeah. Um, sorry, I'll send that back. Yeah, just send her that message. And then if she goes, that's really insulting. Sorry, yeah. spell check. Yeah, yeah, spell check. Yeah, of course, you see, you can't. But now you can't send anything to anybody that's in any way fucking suggestive unless you're already shagging them. Yeah, yeah, otherwise yeah. it's a fucking yeah. nightmare. But, but I got a great fucking story for you. I don't well, know if I've told you this yet. Well, um, one of the guys here, I'll tell you later who it is, it doesn't really matter, came up to me the other day and he said, um, one of the new guys, he's like, um, did you ever work in a bakery? And I said, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's, it's a very weird question, this. He said, um, he said, um, I said, yeah, actually, I talk about it quite a lot because in Blue's Patisserie in Hampstead, which is still it's there. Still there. Um, and I went there in my sort of formative years. I always think of you old. every time I walk Absolutely, past. yeah. And um, he said, yeah, he said, my wife's um, got an auntie and when I said I was coming to work at Talk TV, she said, oh, great. She said, you'll be able to meet Mike Graham. Uh, I love Mike Graham. love his show. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And he went, yeah. He said, she's bedbound now, uh, this auntie woman. Uh-huh. And, uh, and, he, and she says, oh, I really I love listening to Mike Graham. I love his show. And, you know, I used to know him. And uh, I said, really? Okay. And he said, she says she used to work there as well. Oh, yeah. Right? And you went out with her. And I went, What? <laughs> So I'm, of course, sitting there waiting for the fucking other shoe to drop. She's going to say, you're a right bastard, yeah. yeah. Um, and she interfered with me or something. And apparently, the, the most surprising bit of all of it was, um, and she said, you went out a couple of times, and she said, you were really nice. Well, blimey. So I said, you, you sure changed. it's me? <laughs> you changed. <Yeah. laughs> I said, anyway, I said, what's her name? And he went, Stella. And I went, I don't remember a Stella at all. I have no idea of anybody. There's no name Stella coming to me. I mean, you, like me, I'm sure, had, had loads of people you went out with. As a yeah. form, you know, se- I was 17, apparently. Yeah, yeah. And when I was 17, I know I had a girlfriend um, called Teresa, who I switched to another girl called Annabella um, at some point or other. She went on holiday, and I started fucking her best friend. You know, one of those. <laughs> and, uh, well, cool. They both went to Catholic school, of course. But anyway... Um, I don't remember Stella at all. So I said, yeah. you've got to bring in a picture of this woman yeah. when she was 17. Uh-huh. And then I said, by the way, I'm slightly concerned that um, a woman I used to go out with is now bedridden. Yeah, I was, yeah, so I was thinking you're yeah. at that age, <laughs> former birds are now bedridden. I had, I had another experience like that yesterday. I so had, did you, say, you haven't seen a I picture I haven't seen of it, so it's still a kind of bit of a mystery yeah. to, okay. to, to me. But there was, I mean, there was definitely, 
there were girls that worked at the, the sort of shop end of the business who were uh, always good for um, for a night out kind yeah, of thing. Yeah, yeah. But I am pretty sure that nothing you know untoward happened between us. Yeah. So um, this is the girl. Uh, it's very early date of mine. You know, yeah. when you get all excited when you're about like thirteen Ooh. or something. So this girl, that I fancied it, and uh, she said, "Yeah, I'll come out with you." So I took her to the fun fair. And you know, That's how, how can I forget her name? Uh, Thelma Pratt. <laughs> <laughs> that was her fucking name. Brilliant. Uh, but she's a good looking girl. Yeah. Anyway, we went to the fun fair uh, and I was a bit trepidatious about it because I've never been any good on fun fair. No. So we went on the, on the octopus. Oh, thing, God, I know what you're saying. And it went round and round and round. And I, I was know going, what you're I'm saying. Fucking Every time I go on the octopus, I'm not going to get to the end of the ride. I'm going, oh, God, I'm feeling so sick. So we get to the end of the ride. Oh, thank God. And you know, like sometimes they've never got a bit yeah. Queue, right. you get a free ride. Yeah. So we get to the end of the ride, the fucking thing starts up again. Anyway, to cut a long story short, oh. my romance with Thelma Pratt ended when I puked all over her. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's later in life that you realise yeah. these, the, uh, these are things not to do when you're on a, uh, on a first date. But um, but anyway, listen, um, so I, I'll update you all when I find out. Yeah, we've got to find out Stella. all about Stella. Um, Should we talk about, um, you know, from Stella uh, to the Vatican? That's oh, yeah, the Pope's that's gone That's not woke. much of a link, but there yeah, you go. Do. The Pope's gone woke. Yeah, the Pope goes woke. Pope Francis. I mean, yeah. what a fucking load of bollocks he's talking. Is this, still, is this the Argentinian guy still? Well, uh, it is, isn't uh, it? Is, is, isn't is he? that where he's from? Yes, yeah, yeah, I think you're he's right. He's the guy that was involved with football because he was a... I think, I think he's... Is he not? No. He's not... The Polish one's gone, right? Yeah. I'm sure There's the one that retired. That's the German one. Who's still around. There was the German one who flew out on a helicopter, remember? Yeah. He was the one that was associated with some um, unusual yeah. things in the past. Yeah, well, you know, the thing about popes, they come and go. You can yeah. hardly tell the difference between any of them. But this one uh, has just made a speech. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry to all the Catholics. Yeah. I was just being facetious. Yeah. Bless you, Father. <laughs> holy, yeah. holy Father, holy yeah. crap. What a yeah. fucking speech this guy made. Right. So anyway, he's, he's made his... He's caught climate change emergency right. disease. So, oh, we've got to do something about carbon at zero. Everybody's got to change their lifestyle. So he blames Western lifestyle. What does he mean by that? For, uh, you know, the climate change, the alleged climate change emergency. There isn't a climate right. change emergency. Uh, and uh, so he says uh, that in, in per capita, so per every person in America, yeah. he says, uh, produces t- two times more carbon emissions than people in China. So what he's basically saying is the climate change emergency, the alleged climate change... What does he know about it? Yeah, well, exactly. He's saying it's America's fault. It's us in the West, no. not wonderful China. Do you know what he fucking read up about this do you know, story? Yeah, but do you know what he'll be doing? He'll be doing that thing that all of these fucking wankers in Just Stop Oil do, which is that, you know, we've transferred... Uh, our carbon footprint to China because everything they make is for us. Therefore, it's apparently our fault. Yeah, horseshit. What a load of bollocks. They, they spew 28% of the world's carbon emissions yeah, yeah. into the air. They are the worst polluters yes. on the face no, of I the know, planet. No, I know, but he'll say, I bet you any money, he will say, because they're making stuff for the American market and for us. So therefore, it's actually... What, we don't have to fucking so do So we that. should make, take ownership of bullshit, it. Bullshit, you know? bullshit. Uh, uh, but talking of climate change and... Uh, Helping to save the planet, all those pop stars and those famous people, oh, yeah. members of the royal family, yes. who fly around on private jets, but offset yes. their jet travel <laughs> uh, with uh, by buying trees, yeah. planting trees, 
Well, it turns out that that's a load of old bollocks. Who are you? I mean, it's one of the greatest rackets Cold I've known to man. Coldplay, my uh, favourite story, Chris Martin bought a load of trees. Like a forest. Planted a forest. So the bands could go all over the yeah, world. so the band could go all over the world. Planted a forest in Sri Lanka and it fucking caught fire because <laughs> it was too hot. And the fucking stuff was burned to the ground. Causing a lot of carbon Cal- emissions. Yeah, causing an awful lot of black smoke to be burned <laughs> up into the fucking clouds. Yeah, but, but of course, I mean, some people are very clever in this business. This right in this world because if you started up a carbon offsetting company, which a lot of people have done, yeah. and you basically go and befriend people like Elton John, fucking Prince Harry, and all this, uh, uh, they'll go, Oh, have a load of money. So you pay them to do this for you, right? So these guys are making a fortune while idiots like Elton John are flying around on private jets. Remember, I think Elton John he paid he, he, carbon he, offset Harry and Meghan that's right, he, he, a he, trip somewhere, didn't yeah. He, he gave um, uh, Harry and Meghan a trip in. I'm not sure if it was his private jet, but it was a private jet. I think it was he, his, that yeah. he was using, right. and uh, announced that this wouldn't destroy the planet because he'd made sure it was car- offset carbon-wise. Yeah. Uh, so uh, now, now you know, Elton, what you actually did is you made the planet worse. Yeah. And also, some guy gave you gave money to some guy to do something which didn't actually work. Yeah, it just doesn't a waste work. Of time. It doesn't work. What was it ever about? It's about these rich, privileged motherfuckers right. uh, assuaging their own guilt. So they're able to say that, oh, when you get, you normal people, when you get on your passenger jet to yeah. Spain, Viola, you ruin the planet. Yes. I don't, because I paid for some trees to be yeah. planted. I mean, just lose. Fuck off. Fuck ridiculous. off. Overprivileged wankers who think that they can assuage their guilt by doing stuff like that. Yeah, it's just bullshit. It really is bullshit. Uh, you know, and also, whole companies were set up, yeah. uh, which were like carbon offset uh, units. Yeah. Where, 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 it's like a license to print money. Yeah, yeah, the agencies. You go to really rich people, I mean, you wouldn't even know, would you? If you were Elton John, they went, yeah, don't worry, Elton, we planted about a thousand trees yeah. in the Amazon for you. Okay, great. They might not fucking do it. Who yeah, well, that's what I would... I would set one of these agencies and take, take all their fucking money. Yeah. yeah, Elton, don't worry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, <laughs> yeah here's a picture. Hey, Coldplay. Yeah, we've planted yeah. a fucking load it's of like trees. like my sister, right? My and sister. then just bank the money. Yeah. My sister, who was just here, uh, who still smoked, by the way, um, she used to have this fucking adopted wolf um, that lived somewhere in the fucking Canadian tundra, and she paid this money every month. I said, how do you even know there is a fucking wolf, right? The fucking wolf probably doesn't exist. You pay money to some fucking cunt who lives up in the fucking, uh, you know, fucking um, basin of... of fucking uh, Grizzly Man- Adams. Manitoba or something, yeah. right? You're going, oh, great, another fucking check's come from Mari. Yeah. Um, you know, let's go out. <laughs> You know, I'm yeah. like, have you ever met the fucking wolf? Yeah, well, I've got a picture of it. Yeah, I've she got, goes, I've got a picture of the wolf. Here he is. I've got some swamp land in Florida yeah. to sell your sister. I think, your she, sister. I think she even had a fucking name for it. I'm like, are you, you going to go visit this fucking wolf? No. I mean, unbelievable. Lovely People lady, your sister, but uh, uh, got more money than sense, though. But uh, maybe, maybe a little naive on yeah. some of these. Yeah, well, issues. I think she likes to do good things. Yeah, no, like she's all people. Great. Unfortunately, like all people who like to do good, they get conned by people who just take advantage of them. Yeah, right? I mean, to th- on that issue, uh, just got me thinking that my parents. I mean, I don't get conned. My, I don't want to do my, pa- my parents, God rest their soul. My dad died. Yeah. So then my mum was like all over the place with her finances and everything. So uh, we went through her bank account right. uh, to try and sort everything out. 
And it was my dad's account as well. Fucking hell. The amount of charities and fucking yeah. good causes. Oh, they get their hooks they, into They you. had all these fucking uh, direct debits right. amounting to hundreds of pounds every month. And they couldn't really afford it. But this is it. the thing. This is where these... They watched the telly. And, yeah. all these, and also these telemarketing yeah. people. And once they've got you on their fucking list, you've got no chance. Yeah. You know, whenever I used to go to, um, to my sister's place in, in Connecticut... The phone would invariably ring when she was out or something. I mean, I don't know if it does so much anymore because she's still on the landline. And it was always the fucking Democratic National Committee, you know, looking for money. Yeah. And I used to say things like, no, she's dead. Don't call back. Fuck yeah. off. She's dead. She's just literally just died <laughs> in front of me, you know. Fuck you, I'm so yeah. sorry. She's pushing you know. up daisies. Sorry, you know. right. yeah. But she said to me, she gave them money once because it was some campaign or other that Clinton was involved yeah. in. But they don't stop bothering it. She still gets yeah, calls right. to this day. She doesn't give them any more money anymore, but they still fucking call. Well, that's that's. I mean, that's how charities operate. If you give money to charity, uh, and if you do, you're a fucking idiot. Yeah. But what they do is they tell all the money they get. They spend about sixty percent of it on TV advertising yeah. to get you and to then give spend more. Thirty percent on themselves. On themselves, you know. Why has Oxfam got twenty-two people earning more than a hundred thousand yeah. pounds a year? What's charitable about Not that? Not very charitable. Fucking all, joke. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, you give money to charity, you're pissing it up the fucking wall. Yeah, exactly. you really are. Uh, so don't give any money to any charities unless they absolutely vow that every single penny yeah. goes to the good cause. Because most charities, you're talking about 12% of the money they get actually goes to yeah. the cause they're supposed right. to support. And as you say... I mean, I'm very much more in favour of like, local charities. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, I remember yeah. I did a thing for Epilepsy Scotland, which is that actually quite good, a big yeah. charity. But that was you know, like a charity fundraiser. I got involved yeah, yeah, in it yeah. um, and I gave them some money. Because I thought, you know, that's a pretty good cause because it's pretty direct. But things like Oxfam and sort of Red Cross and Save the Children, they're so huge, multinational companies. I mean, I had a guy ringing up the other day complaining about Medicine Sans Frontier because he's been giving money to them for years. He said, I noticed that they're one of the people that are operating a boat service in the Mediterranean Mm. to bring the fucking migrants over to Italy because they've all got boats now. And you're going, hang on a minute, what are you doing that for? Do do you know the the richest charity in Britain? It's it's sort of the donkey appeal. Is it? Uh, Because they do really good emotive adverts. So everybody wants to save a poor little donkey. Right. Uh, So... You know, well, animal charities generally do yeah, well, don't yeah, they? Yeah, and I, you know, and I'm all for. I would be all for animal charities as long as I was guaranteed that all the money went to the animals, yeah. to the welfare of the animals. But charities, they're a racket. They're a fucking racket. Well, do you know what? One of the things I think that's changed the face of London, um, in particular, is the number of people who are now working for big charities in the city because you can see it and I know that where, where there, there's a couple of big headquarters sort of in, uh, in and around Covent Garden around the Strand that's where uh-huh. and all the people they're all getting paid well you know 50, 60,000 a year I'm not even talking about the ones that are making six figure salaries but they're all obviously getting paid very well they're all a bit sort of socialist champagne yeah, socialist yeah, types they're all working for charity you know yeah. it's all very trendy we're, we're, we're really good people it's almost it's like the new advertising do you remember when there used to be loads of people in the advertising business that we would meet because we were in newspapers yeah. and we fucking always hated them because they were sort of flash Harry types um, this lot are the, kind of the antithesis of that because they're sort of you know uh, they're all very virtuous and they're very sort of nice hair people shirt and they're very good yeah. people and they do good for everybody else but they make a bloody fortune yeah, working for an international charity they're doing very nicely thank you mm. absolutely yeah talking of animals um, have you heard the latest news on Commander 
you know, the beast of the white. Ha! <laughs> Where is he been there? Biden's, no, no, Biden's no, vicious dog. Yeah. His German shepherd. Doesn't what you call it. Yeah. What's it, what's it? He's, he's, he's attacked 11 yeah. secret service no, apparently agents. Apparently he's been, in, in their words, removed was from it? the White Has House. Has he? Yeah. Has he? Yeah. And I said, well, when somebody told me this, I said, well, they obviously missed a trick. They should have kept the fucking dog there and removed Biden. Well, that's taking him out the fucking Make a way. better present than that old cunt. Yeah. Doesn't matter what you call it. Yeah. It does and actually. See, Joe. There were some very funny clips this week from Trump and Biden because Trump's been back in court. Did you see that they chucked out something like ninety percent of that lawsuit in New York, which is a which is not even a criminal lawsuit. It's a civil action being taken by the fucking um, Southern District Attorney uh, of the Southern District of New York. Yeah. Um, a completely kind of just bullshit yeah, case, yeah. saying, "Oh, uh, he was overrating the, the his own wealth. The, the, his own was... wealth. He said Mar-a-Lago was worth more than it was." Well, I mean, how is that a fucking offence? No, but, but uh, this, Sorry. Is, this is what it was about. I mean, technically, if you dig down into it, if the allegations against him are true, there is a kind of offence there. It's, it's fraud. Uh, however, but however he, but how is he benefiting? However, yeah, well, check this out. This is this is what happened. It's it's relating to a series of loans that he took out to, yeah. for his various building projects around the states, yeah. right? Uh, and he stands accused of. Uh, exaggerating his wealth in order to get lucrative uh, loans, you know, at a good interest rate, right? So if if he did that, that that is actually technically an offence. But here's the deal. He's borrowed all his money. Mm. Every fucker he borrowed the money from has been completely paid back. None of the people he borrowed money from have complained. Uh, A lot of it came from Deutsche Bank. And yet the Democrat legal system is going for him on an offence that makes no sense at all. He he borrowed money, he paid everyone back with interest, Mm. everybody's happy, in come the Democrat judges, let's get the cunt. Well, I mean, he used those practically those words, didn't he, when he was talking about the Biden administration, um, where he was like, they've cooked up these charges, they've tried to make them stick. Most of them have been thrown out already very early on in the case. And he said that, obviously, the conversation uh, with uh, um, with the Biden administration was, you know, we can't, um, you know, we can't beat Trump, so let's indict the motherfucker. Yeah, 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 and those yeah. were his words. It actually went out and, uh, at a press conference. And these dozy Democrat twats completely bemused because the more they try to tangle him up in lawsuits to undermine him as a candidate for the president, the more popular he becomes. He cannot lose the Republican uh, nomination. Mm. He is going to be the next candidate. And a lot of people say, well, he won't win. He won't beat Biden. I think he'll fucking thrive. I think he will. No, absolutely right. I think they're going to have to come up with another plan, the old Democrats, because at the moment, their plan to keep him out of the race because he's going to be somehow fucking embroiled in legal problems Clearly, he's not working. Yeah, and of course, uh, the Democrats absolutely have to ditch Biden somehow or other, mm. but they don't know how to do it. I'm standing. Yeah. I'm well, that makes a change. You don't uh, yeah, yeah, I'm down. standing. You know, I'm yeah, 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 yeah. I'm standing for some of the time. <laughs> <laughs> what was the other one he did this week where he couldn't fucking. He just was trying. This conversation existed. Oh, yeah, yeah. He just trailed off. Anyway. And he has this fucking thing where he's halfway through a sentence and his eyes come down. Yeah, right. you know, he falls asleep. Yeah. He's the fucking guy who's senile. It really is incredible. Fucking joke. Embarrassing. I mean, people that I know, and I'm sure you still know people who live over there, yeah. um, are just fucking appalled that he's even still the It's president. a joke. It's a joke. If he, he shouldn't be the president. If he point. fucking stands, uh, Donald Trump is the next president of America. Which would be brilliant. Yeah, but yeah I mean, I really want that to happen. Oh, and I, he wants, you know, he wasn't... 
Okay, he wasn't the most brilliant president. It wasn't a disaster. He was actually very reserved. Well, I'll tell you what, the world was a much less dangerous place yeah. when he was in charge, yeah. wasn't it? Yeah, and it was much more fun. Right. <laughs> right. He's a good laugh. Um, the final word about uh, HS2? Oh, man. I mean, what the fuck were they thinking? Yeah. That's all I can say. Yeah. I, mean, now, I don't even now know what they're doing. I think they're running it from Birmingham to London. But I'm not sure if they're using the tunnel that they built because you know the only I discovered this only this week yeah. that actually 95 percent of the route from London to Birmingham is in a fucking tunnel yeah. because all the residents oh, yeah, said yeah, we don't yeah, want a yeah, fucking yeah. train going past so they've at the huge that's, expense that's worth 180 yeah. million fucking quid yeah, a huge expense they've had to bury this fucking tunnel and put the track through it they still haven't got any trains but it also means presumably if you're working. There's no fucking signal in a tunnel. No. So oh, uh, yeah, yeah, good point. You won't yeah. be able to, you know, have any Wi-Fi. Yeah. You won't be able to get... Unless they've got a special fucking reason for doing it. It's absolute fucking... But think about it, think about it. dog shit. You know, this, <laughs> it is. It's supposed to be the sort of Y-shaped backbone that yeah. would connect all of Britain and yeah. take us, you know, racing into the 23rd century. Uh, in the end, we've ended up with about 95 miles of pointless railway right. from some shithole in the right. west of London and called Old Oak Common yeah. or something. And apparently all the fucking um, things that Rishi announced that were going to be yeah. built in the north yeah. of England, you know, these new railway lines or the revamping old ones have been shut down that's all been taken off the website because apparently half of it can't fucking happen because yeah. they can't afford to do well, it well, so yeah so 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 he did a double reverse ferret at the conference saying yes i am axing the manchester branch having already axed the leeds branch so there's no backbone 98 miles of shit useless track to get you not from london to not really? birmingham really? that's it and anyway so it, at the conference it's yes i'm axing hi guys uh, I'm axing it, uh, but I am going to uh, spend 36 billion quid linking the east to the west and the west of the east right. of northern, you could call it the northern network. And then he starts, did you hear this speech? He starts going, you'll be able to get to Bradford in 32 minutes, yeah. to Leeds in 44 minutes, and to Hull in 82 minutes. Who the fuck ever wants to go to Hull anyway? Well, I was going to say, I mean, you might want to get away from it, but you don't want to fucking go there. As I keep saying, the only reason for that would be to get a return <laughs> ticket. Yeah, so you can say I went to Hull and yeah. back. But then, then he starts going on about all the roads he's going to improve. Yeah, now, yeah, know, six. Yeah, no, no, so all of us in the South go, What's he fucking... The A46, the A52. What the fuck are you on about? I've never heard of these roads. Also, the other one, which I actually took the chance to look up yesterday, because uh, I was getting a bit yeah. bored, the Don Valley Railway. <laughs> Apparently, going to fucking bring that back, right? Yeah. Now, this is something they shut in 1970. Um, it goes somewhere in Yorkshire to somewhere else in Yorkshire, yeah. and it was revamped by some train enthusiast, so you can tell what it's fucking like. It'd be like fucking Thomas the Tank Engine or something. Yeah, yeah. It. Um, and it only runs between... Um, a sort of a coal depot and a steelworks. What's the fucking point? Nobody needs it. Nobody wants it. And also, somebody said to me on the text yesterday, never mind fucking making the trains more busy. Um, he said he's going to quadruple the fucking, uh, the trains going up and down the, 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 the West Coast line. Um, Simon Calder pointed out they've already got five trains an hour. So he's going to turn it into 20 trains an hour. No, of course he's not. Nobody fucking uses the trains most of the time anyway. Because yeah. they're always on fucking strike. Yeah. And, uh, you know, they're now all saying there's perfectly good trains from uh, Houston to Manchester and Leeds anyway. When they're not uh, on strike. Yeah, well, when they're not on strike. But they are perfectly good trains. Yeah. So quite what HS2 was ever for. Of course, it was a Labour idea in yeah. 2006. It was Tony Blair's that dream, cunt, wasn't that it? That Cameron, like, yeah. embraced it. Of course. And turned, you know, so he is now, as the man who basically uh, embarked on this 
fucking scandalous waste of money. He's now saying, Rishi Sunak's made a terrible mistake, HS2 should continue. No, fuck off, yeah. Cameron. Also, fucking great no, mistake. Nobody cares what Own you it. Think. It's also, your mistake. Yeah. Also, nobody cares what David Cameron thinks. Yeah. He didn't yeah. get much I right. I never did. No, he never got much right. He didn't even get fucking Brexit right. He thought he was going to win. Yeah. And he thought, well, let's, right. have, you know, let's have a fucking referendum because then everyone will vote to stay yeah. in it. Yeah. yeah. And uh, they didn't. Hey, Dave. Yeah. Uh, HS2. Brexit. Yeah, you were really good on all your policies, yeah. you wanker. Absolute twat. Anyway, uh, that's enough out of us, I think, because uh, the time has come uh, to move on. Yes. Uh, but that would be the Thought Police. We're sorry to all of you who are on Patreon as well, because we just haven't had time to do anything. And we can't next week, we'll, we'll get we back to promise, normal. We promise to do a video next week. Yeah. It's got to be done. Uh, meanwhile, don't do anything fucking stupid. Go fuck yourself. Go fuck yourself. <laughs> Question for you: What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five. But if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino at chumbacasino.com. Choose from hundreds of social casino-style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.